0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Do you know you can sail against the wind? That was a question asked of me, a fellow classmate, who would go on to be the valedictorian, a very intelligent man and i knew he knew what he was talking about he had been experimenting with sailing and he had just learned the art of tacking zigzagging against the wind to go in the direction you choose emerson once said the voyage of the best ship is a zigzag line of a hundred tacks see the line from a sufficient distance and it straightens itself to the average tendency and that pretty much describes the journey of life. We would like to think that we move unswervingly, unerringly, in straight lines to our intended destination. Life, with all of its ups and downs, twists and turns, it comes at us. And while we are in the midst of living, our paths don't nearly seem so straight. I remember that faithful journey Paul made en route to stand before a king it was a prophesied destination that he would stand before kings. Ever since Paul had been saved, it was a promise that hung over his head. But in Acts 27.4, we read, the winds were contrary. Even though he was in the perfect will of God, even though he was fulfilling exactly what God had called him to do, he faced contrary winds. Paul discovered what you and I need to know today that we can win against the wind. In this week of Daily Devotions, we're talking about perseverance and how we desperately need to hear that we can triumph over our struggles. I've been reading The Anatomy of Hope, a book by a Harvard physician and blood and cancer specialist who talks about how people face trials in their lives. Some give up. Some ignore the problem and hold the false hopes. Others face the trial head on, yet hold to the hope that things are going to be all right. When the winds of trial and adversity blow, don't give up. How would you like to be saved and in the same moment be told that your life is going to be one of the most difficult ever? Well, that was the Apostle Paul. He was to see how much he would suffer for the name's sake. No wonder Paul could say in 2 Corinthians 4, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Acts 27 says the prisoner Paul was to be taken to Italy. It was where Paul had been bound when God found him on the Damascus Road. God gives us a definitive destination. How many years had passed since Paul had fallen on the Damascus Road? 20, 25 years? But God had always intended for Paul to travel to Rome. Paul's witness was needed before Caesar, and to Caesar, Paul would have a chance to go. That was always in the plan of God. God has a sure and certain plan for each of our lives. What is God's plan for your life? I could say, first of all, he wants you saved. This world is lost. We are all born lost. God wants to be our savior. I could say also that he wants you separated from this world. He doesn't want you to be a slave to this world, but to be like him, victorious, triumphing over the world. He wants us abiding in him and not leaning on ourselves. He wants you productive and fruitful. He wants you to reflect his image. He wants you to be like him. He wants you to have abundant life here and eternal life with him. Paul, you're going to Rome. Paul, you will testify of me before Caesar in Rome. But we still read the wind was contrary. Winds of opposition are going to confront those following after the Lord. The winds are contrary. I looked up the word contrary. It's not a nice word. It speaks of intense opposition, antagonism. Beware when things are going too smoothly. Be on guard when there is no opposition. All who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Things go easier when we follow after the course of this world. Things go easier in the short term when we cave in and give in and relinquish the righteousness. But this isn't what we signed on for. We wanted a smooth sail, a cruise in the love boat. We don't want to be tossed to and fro. Why sail with the wind in our faces? It should be at our backs. Jesus once told his disciples to get into a boat. He said, let us pass over to the other side. Now, Jesus knew that what his disciples didn't know. It was not going to be an easy trip. There was a storm brewing. Wind was going to blow against them, but their eyes needed to be opened. And there is nothing that quite opens our eyes like the winds of adversity. When the winds of adversity come against us, we can either turn into the direction of the wind and let the wind drive us or we can learn to win against the wind and grow stronger. One ship sails east and another west. By the self-same winds that blow, tis the set of the sails and not the gales that tells the way we go. Like the winds of the seas are the waves of time as we journey along through life. tis the set of the soul that determines the goal and not the calm or the strive. It's the set of the sail. It's the set of the soul. This is how we win against the wind. Let me give you some techniques to win against the wind, to triumph over adversity, to persevere through every storm. Here's the first. Refrain from self-pity. Brian Reagan is a comedian and a clean one at that. He said that you should never tell anyone if you have two wisdom teeth pulled because inevitably there will be somebody in the crowd who says, Two, I had all four removed at once without anesthesia, with pliers while they were pouring salt in my mouth. You get the picture. We like to top each other's misfortune. It's an element of nobody has it as bad as me. But nothing is happening to you that hasn't happened to someone else, perhaps millions of people. Paul said it. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. It rains on the just, it rains on the unjust. And rather than dropping the sails and saying, poor me, poor pitiful me. Get an attitude that says, if he led me to it, he will take me through it. You see, self-pity is passive aggression with God. Self-pity is saying, I don't deserve this. God, you could do better than this. Self-pity pulls the sails down. It drops the capacity to face and win against the wind. Here's another one. Accept the challenge to change. This is a technique to overcome every trial that you face. The owner of the stucco company that worked on our church told me that after he finished with the job, he was headed to Argentina. He would then sail in some of the most difficult waters known to man. He would be gone for a couple of months. I asked why. He said, Because only in adversity do we change, accept the challenge. We will not spend our lives racing from growth opportunities. We must face them. And only in facing them do we grow. Put two ships in separate harbors and let the two race to the opposite harbors. The one traveling against the wind will usually arrive faster than the one traveling with the wind. Why? Because a ship is designed to sail against the wind. You, as a child of God, were meant to be successful and meant to overcome. Here's a third technique for winning against the wind: Keep your eyes focused on the goal. God gives us a certain future and a hope. He provides us a clear destination. Keep your eyes on that. Don't let your attention stray from it. It's in the second part of Pilgrim's Progress, Christian and hopeful are lured from the path and incarcerated in Doubting Castle by the giant despair. Hopefulness turns to hopelessness when we get our eyes off the goal. Despair sets in. We become enslaved to doubt and to fear. Keep your eyes on the go, keep working and moving toward the goal. And this is where hope comes in. Hope is set before you as the anchor of the soul. Hope is the confident expectation in the future that we are saved by hope, and God is the God of all hope. We have hope when troubles come our way. Can I give you another another technique to win against the wind? Is delay in pronouncing judgment. Paul said we're to judge nothing before the time. The message rendering says it like this, don't get ahead of the master. Don't jump to conclusion with your judgment before all the evidence is in. And then finally, we arrive at that theme of all our devotions this week, we persevere. I read somewhere by perseverance, the snail made its way into the ark so can you. Don't give up. Refuse to give up. Refuse to fold the sails and say, I quit. Was well, several years ago, while on vacation with the family, we watched a small group of beginning sailors in a series of boats. Each day at the same time this class would come out. At the beginning of our vacation, they could hardly stay afloat. They were Constantly tipping over, and the instructor patiently fishing each of them out of the water and helping to get their boat ship shape again. What kept them coming back? I read the advertisement for the class. If they would come to the class and do everything the instructor said for a week, by the end of that week they would be able to sail. And indeed, each day that we watched them, they grew a little more confident, they grew better. Until at the end of the week, I would watch them go back and forth across the channel and then eventually out into the ocean. If you persevere in this, you will win. If you keep fighting, you're going to make it. Paul Paul was destined to preach before kings. But the Bible says when he finally got his chance, the wind was contrary to him. But Paul did make it. He did stand before kings. He made it to Rome, that destination God had intended for him. The prophecy was fulfilled. He made it, and you can make it. He who hath begun a good work in you is going to see it through to completion. I remember the late Merle Ewing singing that favored song, You're going to make it. You've got what it takes to win. And God is no respecter of persons. What he did for Paul, what he did for the heroes and the heroines of the faith, he will do for you. To everyone in this Daily Devotion family, you're not going out with a whimper. You are going to rise and triumph and be victorious. And the Lord is going to finish the work that he started in you persevere against the wind. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.